I'm Lakes Camera Jackson. It's the LCJ Q&A podcast. You can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com. Happy holidays, and boy, we got a great holiday treat for you. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish from DreamWorks. It's in theaters Wednesday, December 21st. Joining me, director Joel Crawford. Joel, welcome back to the LCJ Q&A. Uh, thank you. It's great to be back. Yes, we just spoke two years ago for The Crudes and New Age, and now you're <laughs> on to Puss in Boots. How have the last two years been for you? <laughs> quite a ride <laughs> but a, but a fun one i mean it's it's amazing to uh to i mean i i'm been at dreamworks for over 17 years and i love all these characters and to be able to take puss in boots and bring him back to the big screen for the next chapter it's such an honor to be part of the team to do it oh yeah this little guy this cute little with the oh, eyes that's a classic guy. right there look at yeah. that <laughs> so adorable. Ah, puss in Boots and adorable and there's fun elements and there's humor and there's comedy and there's action. There's also a lot of drama. It's about his last life. How did you feel initially uh, learning about that concept, getting into that concept and the dramatic possibilities of what you can do with this? Yeah, you know, it's honestly, it's something that that excited me about the, the, the premise of this where, you know, I I love comedies and I love approaching everything in that way because I think it's it's one of those things that um, comedy just disarms an audience. You you go, you just enjoy it, but there's always a truth heart underneath that comedy. And for me, the truth underneath the premise of a cat on his ninth life was you have one life and as human beings we only get one life and that it was like I'm excited to tell a story that starts off like a fairy tale that brings you on this ride of laughter, joy, action, um, and then maybe surprises you with the, the, the question of how are you going to live your life? Mm, definitely. Congratulations on the Golden Globe nomination. That's a, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we, I mean, it's, it's an honor. Honestly, there's so many great animated movies that have come out this year. And so to, to be nominated is huge, and it means a lot, too. There's over 400 people that work on this, uh, on this movie. And so it's like this big team effort that, like, is definitely appreciated by all of us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The, the depth that is in this story, I think, is one of the reasons why it got nominated and one of the reasons why it's going to connect with audiences, along with the fact that this is a continuation in the Puss in Boots and Shrek saga without giving things away because I don't want people to know some stuff going in because there's <laughs> great surprises. Did you have any limits whatsoever on what you could and could not do in the Shrek saga? Oh, that is a great question. You know, we we had to limit ourselves. And the, the, the reason is like, so I love the Shrek world. And it's so, there's so many great kind of Shrek characters that you would, you're like, oh, I want to see that character and that character again. Um, but this is Puss in Boots story. And we were very cognizant of the, the fact that this story is a big story to be told. It's a big emotional ride. And we didn't want to do anything and introduce too many elements that would distract from that ride. And by the way, Puss in Boots and Kitty Soft Paws are so funny that you're like, oh, there's so much comedy with them. And then introducing, you know, Perito, this new character, where is this dog that, you know, voiced by Harvey Guillen. It's like, and then adding Florence Pugh as Goldilocks, and we have the three bears, and, and you know, John Mulaney with, uh, playing Jack Horner. There, there's so much. Oh, and then I can't forget the the wolf 
the hilarious wolf, <laughs> Wagner Mora, which is uh, sure to strike fear into the hearts of kids everywhere. <laughs> but no, it, it was such a great balance where you have all this, this fun chemistry with all these characters, and it is still an edgy comedy much like the the original Shrek. Yes, yes. And and you mentioned Goldilocks and the Three Bears. They are great, legitimate supporting characters in this. They really have interest to them. And I really think that when you look at the first Puss in Boots, you look at this, you look at all the Shrek films, what these movies, what you've been able to do for fairy tales to multiple generations of kids now has really been incredible. How have you seen that impact as you made this movie and looking at all these films over the last 20 years? I think fairy tales are, I mean, kids obviously learn from fairy tales where it's just, it's these, these really entertaining stories that, that teach you a moral lesson. Um, but I think as adults, we can forget that, that the fairy tales are for us too. It's great to, to go to um, a world where you're, you forget, you're just entertained. And then at the, all of a sudden you're, you're um, like a lot of the fairy tales are, kind of cautionary tales of like, and especially somewhere we dipped into in this this story was some new territory in that fairy tale world, which is like the grim fairy tales, mm. which we thought, you know, it just felt right to, to be able to go to some darker areas that hopefully coming out of the story makes everyone appreciate the light. There is one character we haven't talked about yet who I love, who for me steals the show, and that is Ethical Bug. Character uh. called Ethical Bug who's got this Jimmy Stewart vibe to him that is so great. <laughs> How did that character come to be? Because the humor of it is kind of old-fashioned humor that is spot on. I think adults especially will love. <laughs> yeah, Ethical Bug, uh, voiced by Kevin McCann, who, uh, interesting fact, he um, was an editorial uh, coordinator that, w that did a great um, voice for us. Um, we a lot of times when we're putting these movies together, we do a temporary kind of voice, and then we. But when everybody saw it, he just stole the show, and we were like, "Oh, that voice cannot change." And so, um, really, the how that character originated was John Mulaney playing this this horribly funny character of, of Jack Horner. He's like he's so bad, and it's so fun to watch him. And in order to bring out the comedy of that, you need to put him with the ultimate good. And so, and we we improvise, and there's with the writers, we're we're constantly just coming up with stuff. And Paul Fisher, one of the writers, um, came up with the idea of of putting that that ethical bug, that that cricket with a conscience, um, on uh, Jack Horner's shoulder. And for us, there there's something going back to Jimmy Stewart with those uh, Frank Capra movies, which are, they were like, they were just that squeaky clean, like this is, this is the, the ultimate, you know, beautiful morality, like everything was, was so like sweet and we're like, it kind of crossed over into, that's gotta be the voice of uh, Ethical Bug. Works out so well. Joel Crawford is with me here on the LCJ Q&A podcast. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish is in theaters this Wednesday, December the 21st. The visuals in this are incredible. Um, the backgrounds, the movements, and the action sequences. What amazes you about what you were able to do with the visual styles that you bring into this? Working on these movies, you have the best of the best in their own departments. And so really the, the visual experience of this, I got to say, the production designer, Nate Rag, um, designed this painterly style. The head of animation, of character animation, 
uh, Ludo Buon Cho just found this nice balance between this pushed kind of classic hand-drawn stepped animation and traditional CG, which is smoother. And then um, Chris Stover was the head of layout, kind of the did all the camera work, and it all comes together kind of seamlessly to bring you into this this contrasting uh, experience where at moments everything looks like a painting. Um, take Puss in Boots when he when he's uh, fighting the giant in the beginning. You're dropped into this fairy tale painting, um, but there's this everything about it feels like this is just fun. You're just enjoying Puss fighting a giant. You don't feel like he's in any danger because he's he's um, we're using the stepped animation, which is like you're getting to see pushed poses as he jumps through the air. The, the, everything feels fantastical. And then even the camera is these long sweeping shots that, that tell you it's safe and you're just having fun following the superhero. Being able to have these, these concepts that come together to, to make you feel Puss's worldview at the beginning is, I'm immortal, I'm gonna live forever, as he's you know, oblivious to how many lives he's lost. Then when he's, say, the, to contrast, you have scenes where he's confronted by this wolf bounty hunter in the bar, and all of a sudden, the filmmaking style switches up. We go to these, these darker images, still painterly, but there's some kind of striking imagery. Um, there's flashes of red that just take over the background at certain points. We go to quick cuts, contrasting the long ones in the opening that make it um, startling and shocking to the audience. You're almost trying to keep up with the visuals, much like Puss, is, he's on his back foot for the first time as the wolf is knocking him back. And then you have the, these moments where the camera work um, and the animation kind of coincide where we go between stepped animation, which is Puss is trying to be the hero, and then this kind of smooth animation, which makes you feel it's like, this is gritty, this is real, as the wolf cuts him. And so there's so much that, because we really pushed the style and expanded our tools in this, allowed us to, to not just tell the story literally, but push it uh, impressionistic. When, when Puss in Boots is cut by the wolf in that, in that bar fight, mm. we wanted the audience to feel that fear that sets in for the first time for Puss. He's just been singing about how he's fearless in the opening and taking out a giant, so it was important to go, how can we make the audience feel the stakes along with, with Puss? And when, when the wolf cuts Puss, the whole background, like I was mentioning, flashes to red. It's super stylized, it's impressionistic. And then the very next shot is just a close-up, like a spaghetti western close-up of our hero. And the only red in the shot is a little drop of blood, which isn't a lot, it's not a lot, but it makes the audience feel the shock that Puss is feeling at that moment. And then when his hair raises, our goal was for the audience's hair to raise and, and for you to be brought on this experience with Puss. You've been with this character, we have an audience for so long, for uh, 18 years, and to see him in legitimate danger and to feel what he feels, you're right. The way the art sucks us in, the way the story sucks us in really gets you. Are you, uh, because when Alex Trebek was alive, there was always the talk about, is it the mustache or no mustache on, on Jeopardy? How do you feel, beard or no beard, when it comes to Puss in Boots? Do you like him with the beard or do you prefer him without it? <laughs> I think I... Uh... I think I side with uh, Kitty Softpaws, where, uh, get rid of it, puss. Um, 
<laughs> no, but that was the fun. We like we created this beard for him, and and we we're like, oh, you know what? He wears it well. Uh, but you know what? I, I I love that by the end of the the story, he's kind of he's become this elevated hero, and gone back to that 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 puss in boots we love. <laughs> Yeah. 30 seconds left. I have to mention how much I love the new DreamWorks intro. You got to love that too. Isn't it amazing? It's so cool. And I think it's the perfect time for it. Um, yeah. Really, DreamWorks is such an exciting place right now where uh, we're really pushing all of the storytelling. And Margie Cohen, the, the president of DreamWorks, is really, I mean, she, she was fully behind that that new intro with what's in mind of each story is going to be specific to the filmmakers that every every look of the movies are we're using new tools to tell more specific stories and it's so exciting to be at dreamworks and to continue telling stories love it joel crawford for puss in boots the last wish it's in theaters wednesday december the 21st thank you so much for being on the lcj q a congrats on this this is going to be a huge hit for families for the holidays <laughs> thank you so much this was fun man it's it's been a while you didn't have the mustache last time correct yes that has changed <laughs> in the last couple of years we both got the <laughs> facial hair going looks good on you looks good on puss man yeah <laughs> you wear it well too <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. For more, go to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and lights-camera-jackson.com. Thanks for listening to the LCJ Q&A.